Hi, you're listening to Dr. Shamina Johnson, and this is Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina, the podcast that focuses on learning to become conscious and aware so that you can take control of your life in this very challenging world. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Hi, I want to talk about working out just for a moment. You know, there are so many reasons to work out, both for your body and your brain. Uh, I must admit that it's not a regular part of my work routine. Um, I will work out sometimes two to three times a week, and then I may fall off in maybe three months, and then I'll pick back up a month later. I don't know if it will ever be consistent like that in my life, but one of the type of workouts that I am committed to on a daily basis is a psychological workout. But nonetheless, while I was on my elliptical machine uh, just recently, I, I was working out, and I was thinking about what kind of playlist that I wanted for my workout. For those of you who work out, whether if it's cardio, strength training, or yoga, you know that the playlist matters. You can have a real upbeat, high energy type of music, which pumps you up. Or sometimes you can even have peaceful, contemplative music that keeps you very restful and serene and kind of in a quiet state. Listen, I know I'm not the first one to note that music is directly connected to our emotions, but it is something that I do want to talk about today um, because I think it's important. You know, music gives voice to the emotions that you're already experiencing, and it can also induce new feelings within us. I'm sure you can think about some of your favorite songs that stir up certain feelings whenever you hear them. Like, for example, when I hear the song Love by Keisha Cole, it always takes me back to 2005 and stirs up feelings of heartbreak and finding love. You know, music helps us have a sense of emotional congruence. You know, if we're feeling blue because a relationship ended then you might listen to the blues or a sentimental love song. Or if you're happy, you might want to hear something more upbeat. But we can also use music in the exact opposite way. Like listening to something upbeat in order to cheer ourselves up when we're actually feeling down. You know, you can also see this in church. And I must admit, I might get in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. When you think about it, the careful coordination of the music, the choir, and the preacher's voice, it can all connect to give you these feelings of joy and peace and excitement. But it can also connect you to feelings of pain and sorrow and a sense of repent. It's all carefully orchestrated, you know, in, I would say in church, like to induce a type of feeling or indulge in it. You can see this also with books and movies too. They can be used in this very same way, especially like some old favorites. Like no matter how many times I've seen the movie 300 or Gladiator, I still get pumped up in the beginning and in the middle 
And then I started to get pretty weepy towards the end of these movies. You know why? Because they're the ultimate underdog tales. I like to feel moved and I watch the film in part because I look forward to that experience. It's kind of like similar to like Rocky. Part of the goal is revisiting that kind of pain and that experience. But what is not obvious in all of this is that we can also play ourselves emotionally through internal dialogues and running scenarios again and again, like scripts, a replaying tape in our mind, using them as a way to induce feelings the same way as we use music, books, and movies. You know, in a matter of minutes, you can stir yourself up or wind yourself down. If you dwell on it in a very repetitive way, you can work yourself into an emotional stew. Like, let me give you an example for a moment. Like, say, for example, there's a woman and she's talking about her partner's past affair. She's discussing how she feels like five years ago and kind of resurrects an image of the whole past situation. She gets all steamed up and begins to see her partner in a particular way. Recreating the past keeps you locked in a state of emotion that is not based on the present. This is kind of the magical use of emotion that I want to highlight. So I want you to think of your emotional playlists. What are the songs you listen to when you're sad or to lift your spirits? Pay attention to how easily you can manipulate yourself to feel particular ways. Are you reliving again and again the moment when you were hurt? Or maybe it's that phone call you receive when you learn you finally achieved some goal you've been striving for over the past years. For most of us, it's a process of which we're not always completely aware of or conscious and Sometimes we don't even feel like we have control. But my point is, is that only by bringing it more vividly into our consciousness can we give ourselves the power of choice about what feelings we want to induce or what we want to indulge in. Thank you for listening to Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina. Please don't forget to share this on social media and I'll catch you next time.